0: My name is Jeff Wilson, by day I invest in tech companies and at night I invest in sports cards. Join me on my journey to profit from the hobby we all love. Hello sports card investors and welcome to another episode. I'm Jeff Wilson and this is a special international episode today. You may notice that I am not uh, in front of my normal set where I normally record the show, nor do I have my normal microphone set up, and that is because I am filming this remotely in London, England, where I am today on this fine Sunday. Uh, in the last couple of days, I was in Dublin, Ireland. And you may ask, what am I doing over here? Why am I filming a show over here? Well. This isn't the primary reason why I traveled over here, but one thing I was excited about coming over here for was to have a look at the sports card market in these countries. What is the sports card market really like outside of the United States? You know, one of my theories about why sports cards are a good investment right now is that I believe that the prominence of sports cards is spreading internationally and will continue to spread internationally. And, and most of that belief is around basketball and it's around parts of the world that are very, very focused on basketball. Now, England and Ireland, basketball is not so big in these countries compared to other parts of Europe where it's a lot bigger, uh, as well as certainly um, you know parts of Asia and, and other parts of the world where basketball is bigger. But nonetheless, I thought I would have a look at how sports cards were here overseas during my travels. And so uh, yesterday, I had the opportunity of going around Dublin on the hunt for sports cards. And so the first thing I did was I loaded up my Google Maps and I searched for trading card stores in Dublin. And I was excited to find that there were a number that came up, a number of trading card stores that came up in Dublin. I'm like, this is great. Let's go check them out. It's gonna be a lot of fun and I arrived at the first store, and if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing right now the first store that I arrived at. It is, in fact, a trading card store. It is, however, not a sports card store. Uh, Trading cards in Dublin, what is big over here, as I found out, is Magic, and Pokemon is huge over here, and all kinds of games, in fact, even, even Star Wars cards, a lot of the types of trading cards, that are either involve games or are Fortnite or not, you know, other types of cards that are not sports related are actually what's bigger right now in Dublin and in London than sports cards. Uh, But I was undaunted and I said, okay, people directed me to go to local toy stores to look for them. So I did, there's a big toy store chain in Dublin called Smith's. It's uh, very similar to a Toys R Us in the states, or well, I guess was similar to a Toys R Us before they before they closed. But you can see some pictures here of Smith's. It's a really big, beautiful, beautiful store. And yes, I found trading cards, sports cards, sports cards. I found sports cards at Smith's, specifically uh, soccer cards, or of course football cards, as they would call them in Ireland. Uh, They call them football cards. Didn't have a ton, but they did have a few different types of sets and a few different types of boxes. And so, of course, I had to buy some. So here are some of the packs that I bought. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, you probably noticed I've been changing locations a little bit. It's been a little bit hard to find a quiet spot to film this today, being not in my normal studio. Uh, So I'll be jumping locations a little bit, but I wanted to make sure to get this done to get this episode out to you today. All right, so these are the packs that I bought. Uh, when I was out and about today. And I actually want to uh, give some of these packs away. Actually, I'm gonna start giving them away right now. These are Premier League Adrenaline XL 2019-2020 soccer packs. I'm gonna give my first two packs away right now. If you can answer the following question, the first person who comments in the YouTube comments of this show with the correct answer is gonna win two packs. I'll ship them to you completely for, for free. And here's the question. Tell me why I have been in Ireland the last couple of days and I am now in England. What is going on in Ireland and England that brought me here? And I will give you a hint. I am a fan of something in the United States that has gone over to Ireland and has now come down to England and I am traveling around following this around. What is it? The first person with the correct answer, I'm sure there's some internet sleuth out there who's gonna hunt around and get this. Uh, the first person with the correct answer in the YouTube comments, I will send you two of these packs and I will give away more of these packs as the show goes on today. And if you're not sure, uh, I will also give you a little hint later in the show today that may get you the correct answer if you continue to watch the episode. But the topic that I actually really want to talk about today is the topic, a topic that's very near and dear to my heart. And it is the topic of Prism Silver. You see, I am a big investor in basketball cards. I like investing in all types of sports cards, but basketball is my favorite sport to invest in right now. The fact that it's a global game, the fact that Zion Mania is about to occur, a lot of different factors make basketball uh, my favorite sport at the moment to be investing in. And as you know, if you've ever invested in basketball cards, Panini Prism Silver is the gold standard of basketball rookie card investing. I am personally very entrenched with Prism Silver. I have bought over 50 Lonzo Ball Prism Silver rookie cards. I own 10 Luka Doncic Prism Silver rookie cards. And I also own a ton of Prism Silver rookie cards of guys like Jason Tatum and Donovan Mitchell and Jaron Jackson Jr. and Mitchell Robinson, and the list goes on and on. So Prism Silver is a very important type of card for me. But I do not think that Prism Silver is gonna be the gold standard of basketball rookie card collecting forever. In fact, I think that Prism Silver could see the end of its run as the gold standard for basketball rookie card collecting sometime in the next few years. And that's a little bit of a scary proposition, but it's a proposition that I feel pretty confident in, and it's driven by how many Prism Silver cards are hitting the markets, how many Prism Silver cards specifically are being printed and released each year by Panini. Now, Panini does not give out print runs. They keep that very secret. But I devised what I think is a pretty creative way of making a good guess at what the print runs are each year. This is not exact science, but I think I have a pretty good guess of what Panini's print runs are. And what I did was I looked at the PSA population report, the total population of cards that have been submitted for grading. I looked each year at Prism, we know that the serial numbered cards, we know that the serial numbered cards, we know how many of those were printed, right? So I looked at the most common serial numbered card. So for recent years, for example, uh, that would be your blue. So your, your Panini Prism blue, Prism blue cards. Uh, the last couple of years, those have been serial number to 199. So I looked at the total number of blue cards that were submitted for grading. And so we knew, let's say, for example, last year with LUCA, 46 LUCA's have been submitted for grading. 46 are in the population report out of 199 blues, okay? So that's 23.1%. 1,608 silver LUCA's have been submitted for grading. That tells me, let's assume that the same percentage of silvers have been submitted as blues, which would make sense. That would mean that there are likely 6,955 total silver printed of Luca last year. So that's how this math works out and how I figured out these numbers each year, right? And again, not an exact science. I can't guarantee these numbers are exactly accurate, but I will tell you, I think we're going to get pretty close to what the actual print runs here. So, So let me go through this. In 2013, Panini Prism, 2013, Giannis was the hot rookie that year. I believe there were 800 Prism Silvers of Giannis printed. Now, to clarify, in 2013, they didn't actually call it Silver. There was Base, and then there was Prism. So in the Prism set, there was Prism Base, and then there was Prism PRISM. PRISM PRISM was the equivalent of today's PRISM Silver. They just changed the name from PRISM PRISM to PRISM Silver a couple of years later. So, but it's the equivalent. So in 2013, I believe there were about 800 total Giannis's in the PRISM PRISM or PRISM Silver printed. In 2014, Joel Embiid was the hot rookie. And I believe there was also about 800 Joel Embiid Prism Prisms that year, which are the equivalent of the Prism Silvers today. I believe there were about 800 of those printed. The following year, 2015, that's the first year they actually truly called them Prism Silver. Uh, The hot rookie that year was uh, Nikola Jokic. And I believe about 900 Prism Silvers were printed that year. About 900. So pretty consistent print runs from 2013, 2014, and 2015. 2016, Ben Simmons was your hot rookie in the uh, in the prism you know prism set right i believe there was about 1900 about 1900 ben simmons prism silvers printed so your print run was pretty consistent in 2013 2014 and 2015 and then about doubled a little bit more than doubled in 2016 in terms of the number of prism silvers printed in 2017 we're looking at Jason Tatum because he was, you know, pretty much the most valuable rookie from 2017. I believe there were about 4,500, 4,500 Prism Silvers of Jason Tatum printed. So we jumped from around 800 or 900 for a few years up to 1,900 in 2016, up to 4,500 in 2017. And then 2018 with Luca, as I mentioned before, I believe there was around 7,000 around 7,000 Lucas printed in 2018 that were Prism Silver. So you can see what the Prism Silver print run has done year after year after year after year. It's gone up and up and up and up and up, especially recent years. And I don't yet know, none of us know, how many will be printed in 2019. But I think it's a very safe bet to say that it's going to go up significantly from 2018. Just as we saw a big spike from 16 to 17 and then a big spike from 17 to 18, we're going to need to see another big spike from 18 to 19 because the popularity of cards continues to go up. More people are buying basketball cards. Panini is going to make more more Prism. And as they make more Prism, they're going to make more silver. And the Zion effect, I think, is going to have an extreme effect this year. So it's possible it could even double. It's possible we could even see double the number of Prism Silver's in the marketplace that we saw last year. I don't know. Um, So what's interesting, though, is that the market is so focused on Prism Silver, but the market hasn't really taken into effect the difference in the print runs between the years. The market really hasn't figured out scarcity yet. So for example, Luca's 2018 Prism Silver right now in a PSA 10 is selling on eBay. You can buy them on eBay, completed auctions and that type of thing. Recent all in the in the neighborhood of maybe 550 dollars. It's been bouncing around over the last few months, somewhere between 500 and a little bit over 600. But 550 dollars is uh, you know let's use that fairly pretty pretty accurate price for what those are trading for. If you look at Ben Simmons, a Ben Simmons PSA 10. Uh, Prism Silver is right now going for about 800 bucks. So a little bit more than Luca. That probably makes sense relative to each other if you think about the fact that, you know, Ben Simmons, also a great player just like Luca. Uh, and Ben Simmons is on a team that is going to make some real noise in the playoffs this year, could win the championship, whereas Luca's team's not going to. So I think it's definitely fair that Ben Simmons cards would be worth a little bit more. But wait, Ben Simmons cards. Were printed way less than Lucas cards, right? There was only 1,800. There's only around 1,900 Ben Silver, Ben Simmons Prism Silvers made, around 7,000 Luca Prism Silvers made, from my estimates. So if you then compare the actual a relative value between those two, if we actually take Simmons card to reflect the actual number that were printed versus lucas cards to reflect the actual number that were printed that means that lucas cards are actually trading with scarcity taken into account lucas cards are actually trading about two and a half times they're about two and a half times more expensive right now than ben simmons cards again when you take scarcity into account when you account for how many prism silver silvers are out there for both of those guys Luca's cards are about two and a half times more expensive than Ben Simmons' cards. Does that make sense? Probably not. I would argue no, that that doesn't make sense, that Luka is not two and a half times the player that Ben Simmons is, especially when you consider where the 76ers are as a team compared to where the Dallas Mavericks are as a team. And then let's think about all of this in relation to blue prism. So blue prism is serial number to 199. I mentioned that earlier. The blue prism serial number to 199 often sell for just a little bit above what silver prisms sell for. That's pretty common that they'll sell for a little bit above what prism silvers sell for. In some cases, I've actually sell them have seen them sell for less than what prism silvers sell for. But think about that. We know that there are about 7,000 Luca Prism Silvers on the market. There's only 199 blue. We know that there's about 4,500 Jason Tatums that have been printed. There's only 199 blue that have ever been printed. So why would the price of blue be somewhere in the neighborhood of the price of silver? And even if the blues are a little more expensive, which sometimes they are, If you look at the scarcity of those two compared to each other, the blues should really be many, many times more expensive than the silvers, like multiples, multiples of the silvers. Yet that's not the case because the market values the name of the silver. They value those silver cards so much, scarcity of the silver cards is really not being taken into effect right now with what the true price actually should be when you when you include scarcity in that. I think that card collectors and investors are going to wake up to this fact someday. I think at some point in time people are going to start to realize that there are a ton more silvers out on the market than any of the serial numbered variations. And I think that the serial numbered variations over time are gonna see their value increase. And there could become a point in time when the prism silvers start to drop in value. Now, first of all, I wanna tell you don't panic because I don't think the prism silvers are going to drop in value right now. I don't think that that's gonna happen for the next few years. And the reason why is there are so many people still coming into this hobby there are so many people still coming to the hobby that the interest and excitement and number of people buying cards is going up and up. And as long as that continues to be the trend, I think the Prism Silvers will hold their value. It's when that trend starts to go away and when the market starts to go into decline, that is when I think the Prism Silvers will have a lot of trouble. I wanna introduce the theory of relative scarcity versus true scarcity because that kind of explains this phenomenon a little bit more. Relative scarcity is when we are comparing the scarcity of a particular card to all of the other cards that are printed in that same set that same year. I don't think that that Panini is printing more silvers relative to the number of total cards they're printing. I don't think they're printing any more or less than previous years. I would say that the relative scarcity is probably consistent. So basically every year Panini says, we're going to put a a certain percentage of cards are going to be silver. They probably have held relatively true with what that percentage is. What has changed is the total number of cards have gone up and up and up the last few years as more and more people want to buy cards. The total number of boxes have gone up. So therefore the total number of prisms have gone up. But the relative scarcity has remained the same. That's fine. And that means that the economics will be fine as long as the demand for PRISM continues to be at or above the same level as the supply. And that has been the case the last few years. People want more and more PRISM. The car dealers can't keep enough in stock. Everybody's demanding more. Everyone feels like Panini's maybe not printing enough based upon what the demand is. So as long as that continues, the value of prism silvers will hold and they will continue actually to increase. They'll continue to be seen as a premium card because the relative scarcity exists and there is enough demand of people wanting to buy the product that the demand is equal or exceeding the supply. But the true scarcity of prism silvers, which is when you you simply look at prism silver overall, how many there are, they're, they're not scarce from a true scarcity standpoint, not nearly the same way as the blues are and some of the other serial numbered cards are. And when supply begins to exceed demand, when supply begins to exceed demand, which could happen in a few years, not right now, but if the hobby starts to cool off again, it could happen. Now, if Panini is really on the ball, maybe they will anticipate that demand is starting to wane in a few years and they will proactively bring print runs down as that happens so that the scarcity of the product will remain true to the demand of the marketplace at that point in time. But that is a really difficult thing to do. And unfortunately, I think that any manufacturer is probably going to err on the side of being a little bit optimistic with their projections, as a as a, instead of being a little bit pessimistic that the market is going to come down, so I do foresee a situation happening at some point in the future, not right now, but at some point in the future, where Prism Silver becomes no longer as valuable because of the fact that demand starts to wane. Yet we've had these really high print runs of Prism Silver, this growth of the Prism Silver print runs. That is continuing to occur. I think when that happens, the serial numbered cards, which are legitimately more rare, both from true scarcity, uh, from a true scarcity pergi- perspective, those are legitimately more rare. I think those are more likely to hold their value during in an environment where uh, demand is starting to wane, uh, because they have true scarcity, where the prism silvers do not have true scarcity. So. What does this mean? As I said earlier, first of all, do not panic. Do not go out and sell all of your Prism Silvers tomorrow because I think this is a little ways off. However, I might start thinking in this direction. And if you have the opportunity, if you have the choice between do I buy a Mitchell Robinson Prism Silver or do I buy a Mitchell Robinson Prism Blue serial number to 199, for example, I might choose the blue. I'd start thinking about the blue because I think that the silvers are going to see that decline in value down the road. So that is something to start thinking about. Now, all of that said, Prism Silver remains very important to the hobby and it remains very important for a specific reason. It is, it is, since it is a more common card, it's more easier to find them for sale And it's more easier to sell one when you wanna go sell one because it's a more common card. The market has a more of a true sense of what the value of a Prism Silver is compared to some of the variations, specifically, especially the rarer variations, which are serial number to lower numbers. You're never 100% sure what those are worth because they're not sold very often. Whereas the prisms are bought and sold all the time. The prism silvers are, they're bought and sold all the time. Like it's a commodity. And for where the hobby is heading right now, I think that that's a very good thing. People are getting more and more into cards and they're obviously, you guys are watching the show. A lot of you are thinking about flipping. A lot of you are thinking about what card can I buy today and sell in a year for a profit. This is a mindset that didn't exist as much in the hobby a couple of years ago. But there's people are flooding into the hobby today and most of the people who are flooding, I would argue, are flooding into the hobby with this type of mindset, the investment mindset, the how can I make a few bucks off of this mindset. For those people having something like Prism Silver where there's a lot of supply and it's recognized as a gold standard type of card and it's easy to buy and it's easy to sell and it's easy to know what the price is that is important to to the success of being able to buy and sell and invest in sports cards. So I want Prism Silver to to succeed. I want it to succeed for many reasons, but I'm starting to think about what if it doesn't, what happens a few years from now, and should I be buying serial number cards today instead of more Prism Silvers? And my answer on that is, yeah, probably so. You probably should. So that that is today's topic. Uh, I hope you guys got some interesting takeaways from this discussion. I would love to know what you think. And in fact, if you tell me what you think, you have the opportunity to win some of these packs, some of these packs of uh, cards that I have bought over here in Ireland. Uh, I will ship you some of these cards uh, for free, a couple of packs. So here's what you have to do. Uh, If you are not yet a member of our Discord chat server, we have had a couple of users in our Discord chat server volunteer to be admins. These are guys who have run... Other Discord chat servers before and they have taken over uh, the Discord server here in the last week for me they're working alongside me to make the chat to make the whole chat situation uh, much better to make the Discord server much better they've done an awesome job and I would really love for you to check out check out the Discord chat server if you signed up in the past Go back and check it out now because it's bigger and it's better and it's more active than ever before. And if you have not signed up for it yet, it's totally free to sign up. Uh, Just go to my website, sportscardinvestor.com and click on the Discord server link in the top menu bar. You'll go straight there. It's easy to sign up again, totally for free. And uh, what I will do is I'll give a couple of these packs away to anybody who goes on the Discord server uh, and leaves their thoughts on today's show. If you leave your thoughts on today's show, I will pick one random person who leaves their thoughts on today's show and I will send them a couple of these packs. The other way you could do this is join our new Facebook group. I started a new Facebook group. I announced it last episode. It already has well over 100 members. It's already got lively conversation. It's off to a great start. Join our new sports card Investor Facebook group. You can do that. The link is in the notes, uh, both on YouTube and in podcasts. To find the Facebook group, just, just go to the show notes uh, on YouTube, expand them down so you can see them all, or on podcasts, and click the link, and you can get right into our Facebook group. I'll approve you for membership. And if you post your comments about this episode there, again, I will pick one random person to send a couple of packs to these of these uh, uh, cards to. And by the way, has anybody yet... Uh, figured out the answer to my question What am I in? What was I in Ireland for? And what am I now in England for? I'm going to bring up a picture that will give you a little bit of a hint. You're still going to have to do some internet sleuthing to figure this out. But here is a little bit of a hint for those of you watching on YouTube. The first person who can respond in the YouTube comments and tell me what I was in Ireland for and what I'm now in England for is going to win a couple packs of these. Uh, soccer cards shipped to you hope you guys enjoyed another episode of sports card investor and i will see you back in a few days for our next episode thank you so much for watching